0: This is the Pick of the Bunch by Basic Bananas, where we share the pick of the bunch when it comes to marketing, business, and people. Welcome back. This is Christo here. And in this episode, I'm going to discuss a question which was sent through to us. The question is, I want to be perceived as more high-end should I create a separate brand for my high-end customers versus my low-end customers? So um, the the brand that they used as an example was Toyota Cars, so Toyota Cars versus the Lexus brand. So um, should I create a high-end brand to attract more high-end customers, which is separate to my current brand? So I discussed this and my responses to this question. Uh, Enjoy the show. All right, so the question is, around I want to be perceived as more high-end should I create a brand like Toyota have done with Lexus to have a high-end offering and a low-end offering so basically the question is if I want to sell to a different kind of higher-end market um, should I create a separate brand which is focusing on that high end market. So two separate brands to have a low end brand, which will focus on a kind of lower end market, you know, or less expensive type product. So imagine if you're a consultant, it might be working with corporates, but also working with small retail stores or something like that. So you have the high end as a separate brand to corporates, a low end uh, working with the kind of retail stores, like small kind of local retail stores, I should say. or it might be like a product manufacturer where you have a certain jewelry range where you have a certain range of jewelry and then you have the high end range which is a completely different brand. Now for most of our listeners the answer my answer would straight up be no. You shouldn't create a separate brand to do that because typically there's an exception exceptions to this of course but typically what you'll be doing is you'll be scattering yourself too thin. It's already hard enough to grow the reputation of one brand let alone two. So Instead of doing that, you would create high-end products, high-end offerings, which I'll, exp- I'll explain more on in a second. But just to, to look at the flip side of that as well, when should you then maybe create a high-end brand? Well, if it was something like I mentioned before where you do work with specific corporates, you might have a specific brand for corporates where you um, are a leadership consultant and you work with corporates, but then you're also a leadership consultant who works with um yeah, like, like home businesses, now that's a bit extreme, but, it, but just to, to get paint the picture so that you've got this, because corporates wouldn't work with you if they see you also work with home businesses or if it's a separate brand with a slightly different twist um, on it. It could be like a communication skills program that you run for the public. And then you also have a high-end corporate brand potentially, even still, it's gonna be a lot to have to manage for yourself, uh, managing those two kind of two brands. In, unless you have the resources to be like a Toyota and Alexis, where you can, you know have such vast resources and um and, and capacity, it's not going to be the right thing to do because you're typically going to be spl- spreading yourself too thin. As I mentioned before, um, so like trying to build a reputation of any brand is is always the challenge. So instead, what I'd suggest for most of our listeners looking at something like this, how can it's basically you want to sell more products and or products or services and you wanna be perceived as a more high-end offering, well, typically this is a positioning thing. So what you'd look to do instead is think of your brand, think of your market that you're currently selling to and what where we typically like to position you is above the market they're actually selling to. So you position yourself above the current customers that you're attracting so that people perceive that they are have they are getting better quality than what they're paying for, better expertise than they're paying for, or better ingredients than they're paying for. So they're getting this certain high level of quality service expertise for a price that's underneath that. Because basically the way to look at this, like the, the equation is – To sell something to me, I have to see more value in your product or service than the money I'm handing you. So I see more value from you than the money I give you. That's when I'm a happy customer. That's when I walk away, I tell my friends, I feel I got value. So I get more value from you. So positioning your brand, basically, you look at all areas of your brand. It's like you've got to um, first things to do is seeing basically more value that you can provide and you can be perceived as this more valuable thing, that's always the area to focus on versus the actual money that you are asking for. So think about the most how much value you can provide first of all and then looking at the price tags. So looking looking at it this way, you've got to educate people of the value that you provide first of all as well because if you're not providing people, like educating when people look at your brand, when they start to work with you, if they're not seeing the value, you need to make sure you, you emphasize how much value you are providing um look at look at your brand and and basically think what's the biggest value you can provide focus on value not revenue is one thing to often look at too because this this question may have been triggered basically from wanting to get more money as i mentioned before um However, what we what we tend to do is look at okay, where can you make sure people are seeing more value, quality, professionalism? You know, like where's that high end, um, and think of that how you provide more and more of that because you can always adjust your pricing as you go if you need to. Um, you might have to keep existing customers on similar pricing to what they had so you don't lose them or, or kind of piss them off, but. You can adjust your pricing as you go. Um, what I typically, what we typically like to say to people is focus on the value you provide, not the revenue you get because revenue is purely an outcome. Um, so look for the triggers that result in the revenue and that's what we're, we're looking to focus on. Those triggers will be where you provide value. Now, another thing you can do to position, so think of your brand where your market is think of how do you position it above we'll look at the brand does it look super professional does it have this essence and this air about it and this personality about it that's that's really high quality um and excellent it can still be fun and super high quality if that's your thing it doesn't have to be like dry and um and over the top posh or something like that but how is it where does it position? Where does it look? Does it look super professional? It's not just like a slap together brand and marketing pieces that you just sort of slap together. Make it look super professional. Another thing you can do, which is a great positioning tool, is is have high end products or services. I, I like to mention these quite a bit. Where you might have something instead of doing a separate brand like a Toyota and a Lexus as the high end separate brand. Instead, instead of that, you do a high-end product within the same brand. So it might be like Gucci, or you'll see these kind of handbag brands that will create a really high-end handbag. It, it could be up to like a five hundred thousand dollar handbag from time to time. Now, generally, that's not to sell a volume of five hundred thousand dollar handbags, but it does create a positioning. It positions them in the market. It does create this this um sense of wow that's expertise that level of quality that level of skill and then i can get that that high end quality for only you know two thousand dollars for a handbag well suddenly now i'm getting a deal it it basically positions the brand as this five hundred thousand dollar handbag club and it creates a nice contrast in the pricing obviously but it says you know we are that good we can make a bag for that much and then you you know the the lower end uh, product is suddenly 2000 which on the other hand, if you didn't have that high-end product to compare it to, would just seem like a very expensive handbag. Um, you can do this with jewelry, you can do it with basically just about any brand. This is something you should think about for yourself. Could you create a high-end product versus a separate high-end brand would be my the best solution, the best go-to. It could be that you're a jeweler and you sell your jewelry for $500 to $1,000 per piece, well, it would be quite a good idea to create maybe a $65,000 piece, which is a one-off item. You create it. It may not even sell. That product is the interesting thing. However, it will create that sense of expertise that you are you're an expert if you can create a product that's that high-end, that special. Maybe sometimes for some of you listening, you don't even have to create the product you might be a service provider and you're thinking, well, I don't have a, a ring that I can create for 65000 Well, maybe there's a package where you can create where you you pick your clients up in a limo and you, I don't know, you take them out to lunch and to a high-end dinner and to a show and part of their consulting package, and take them out and do whatever you do um, or meet, you know, go through whatever you do in high-end ways and you bring in other experts as part of a high-end package to really look after them. And maybe for some of you, you, you don't even need to create the thing unless someone buys it. So unless it's like a custom audit, you could say there's a two-month lead time because it's such a high-end offering. And what that does is it creates that, that beautiful contrast and it helps with positioning as well. So simple answer <laughs> in the uh, quickest way is – Look to create high-end products and services under the same brand versus creating a separate brand because for most, it's going to be just too much to manage knowing uh, most of our audience and uh, our listeners. I'm sure you'd agree with me along the, along the lines of that after having heard this. Now, uh, any questions about this? Any further questions about positioning? Um, thinking of brand, lots of um, great things to help with positioning. You could ask yourself two other questions if we kind of go down that rabbit hole of, of positioning. Um, some things to kind of expand on this you could brainstorm, rule a page, a piece of paper in half and just say what are all the things you stand for and what are all the things you stand against. This can help with your positioning to define yourself as different than your competitors and also um, then you look at how you want to differentiate by, with those responses you put on that piece of paper. Then look at how do you amplify those through your marketing messaging, through everything you put out to the world, through your brand and, uh, and everything you provide there too. Some other questions that might help are: What do you want to be remembered for? What do you want your brand to be remembered for in like 150 years' time? What would you want people saying about it? Remember how they did this, or they were so great because of that, or um, also a happy customer right now. What would you want them to say if they were at a cafe and they were talking to their friend? What would you want that person to say about your brand? That like why you were great to work with, or what would you want them? How would you want them to recommend you? You know, what words? Uh, what points of difference would you want them to say? Uh, can be good ones and also look at the brand in terms of just personalities always always one thing i like to hit on to like what's the actual personality of your brand so um there you go uh some extra little extra little ideas and um questions and things to work on there to help you differentiate in your brand and um if you do have any questions about this episode or any other episode feel free to send them through via email to uh, basic bananas or jump on basic com for extra resources we have there also Um, post any questions thoughts comments on any of our social media channels and we always look after every uh every question or comment uh, that we get on any of our social channels so uh, until next time take care and see you on the next episode to get more from basic bananas and to learn new ways to grow your business with clever marketing visit basicbananas.com